Welcome to Revival Church Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoy another powerful message by Apostle Jean-Pierre Becker. For more information about this podcast and other resources, visit us at revivalcc.org. Are you ready for the word today? Are you ready, church? Activate it. Turn to your neighbor and say, activate it. To be activated in the supernatural is most probably going to be the most powerful thing that can ever take place in your life. You've got to be activated. Now, before we get into this as a layer foundation, I really want to jump to something else that Holy Spirit is putting in my spirit because without faith, the supernatural will not operate. If you are not yet hungry enough to say, Lord, I'm entering a supernatural dimension by faith, you'll miss it. The person next to you will catch it and you'll see their lives will be changed and transformed because you missed it because you're not applying faith. Hallelujah. Are there any people of faith in the house today? I want to read the scripture to you. Zechariah 5. We're going to pick up in verse 1. Zechariah 5. It says, Then I turned and raised my eyes and saw there a flying scroll. A scroll, whenever you see a scroll in a vision or a dream or in the Word of God, is revelation. It's a blueprint that God is depositing, placing in your spirit, man, to show you what's about to happen. He's giving you revelation. In other words, when you come into a supernatural church, there must be an expectation that heaven's message is a little bit different than earthly message. Come on, somebody. It's not the local newspaper that you're reading when there is a scroll coming from heaven. It's impartation of the glory and the power of of God to change your life are you with me today verse 2 says and he said to me what do you see so I answered I see a flying scroll its length it's is 20 cubits and it's worth 10 cubits verse 3 then he said to me this is the curse that goes out over the face of the whole earth every thief shall be expelled according to this side of the scroll and every perjurer shall be expelled according to that side of it I'm not going to get into this this morning but I'm going to tell you this that God is going to deal with every stronghold God is going to deal with every curse God is going to deal with every demon that wants to come against this nation that wants to bring the vision come on somebody that's why there's a supernatural movement of God that's getting ready to be birthed right now Anybody ready for that? Come on. Oh my goodness. Verse 4 says, I will send out the curse, says the Lord of hosts. It shall enter the house of the thief and the house of the one who swears falsely by my name. It shall remain in the midst of the house and consume it with its timber and its stones. The thief does not even know that he's cursing himself by coming against the people of God. Because this is a praying nation. This is a supernatural nation. Come on somebody. Oh my goodness, I want to give you a secret this morning that I believe is going to bless your life that is really going to unlock the supernatural for you. Are you ready for that? There are those that are looking this morning, but they're not seeing. Their eyes are open, but they're not seeing in the spirit what God is revealing to them. This mantle of this house gives you the ability to sense and to see into the spirit realm. Somebody's saying, but I can't see. I'm not a prophet. I'm not talking about it. I'm talking about perceiving in the spirit when God gives you a vision or a dream that you take out your pen and you start writing it down because God has spoken to you. Not a man. The living God has given you a message. Come on, somebody. So the only way that we will make our lives successful is if we have a supernatural relationship with the Almighty God or to know is to be in the presence of Holy Spirit. Are you with me this morning? So I want to speak to you briefly about four dimensions, four dimensions. In the universe, there are three spirits in operation. 
We see the spirit of God. We see the spirit of an evil one. And we see the spirit of a human. Those are the only three spirits. Within those, you'll find all the categories of anything that happens in this world. So recently, I was without internet. It felt like my world was disconnected. And the Lord started speaking to me. He said, my people are disconnected to me because they don't have a relationship with Holy Spirit. They are disconnected to the flow of the anointing because they don't understand that they need to plug in. You know that little thing, it goes like this, they're buffering. You know that buffering. Ay, ay, ay. That's where people are looking but not seeing. I'm not here to take you on in your face this morning, but I want to tell you that you need to reconnect. Come on, somebody. You cannot puff, buffer in the presence of Jesus. In the worship, you reconnect to the Almighty God. Come on. Your, your Wi-Fi is tuned in again. You know, when I look at my son and I say, you're buffering, I'm going to reconnect you. He knows what I'm saying. But we have to connect with the Holy Spirit. We have to reconnect with His presence. So just the other day, I was driving towards church. It was about 5 to 6 in the morning. There was a very, very heavy mist, mist that was hanging over the road. It was so bad that I couldn't see the road. When I went into it, all of a sudden fear wanted to grip me. I knew that if I stopped, there are a lot of trucks on that road. The truck's going to drive into the back of me. I had to keep going. But how do you go if you can't see? Is there anybody in this place that's driven with your eyes completely shut? And in that moment, I felt the presence of God coming and He guided me. He says, a little bit left, a little bit right. I couldn't see with my own eyes. My wife was sitting like this. She says, how are you seeing? There's no road markings. There's no side, no curve on the side. It's, it's holes on the side. And in that moment, I realized that when we depend on the supernatural God, the supernatural God is above the natural world. He guided me through that and He helped me to get through to the other side. Doing 70, 80 kilometers an hour, not seeing. All of a sudden, somebody driving in first gear. He says, go over to the other side. Whew, you passed the person. I'm talking about the supernatural God that has the ability to change your life forever. Are you with me this morning, church? So I want to go into this this morning. Turn to your neighbor and say, get connected. He's not going to get connected if you say, get connected. No, you got to say, get connected. Plug into the source. There's power in this house. Jesus is alive. Get connected. All truths run parallel, meaning that things happen in the spirit, they happen in the natural. God will always reveal the things to you in the spirit first before it manifests in the natural. That's why many people miss what God wants to do. They're not spending time with God. Pray, worship, be in His presence. Amen. So visions and dreams are heaven's realities that comes to change earthly things. God gives you a dream at night when you can't run around, but you stop being busy with the kids. God's got your full attention. He comes to speak to your spirit man. Out of the spirit man, you've got to birth it in the natural by prayer. That's why people have a dream and they have no revelation. Come on, Daniel had the skill to interpret dreams. Why? Because he prayed about the dream. He wrote down the dream. How many of you have written down the dreams that you've had this week? Honestly. How many of you have dreamed this week? Just wave at me. Come on. How many of you can remember what you dreamed? How many of you can remember what you dreamed in January? You see, if you've got a diary and you're writing it down, you can go back and say, this is what I dreamed. Because many times the puzzle pieces will come together when you have all the pieces written down. Oh my goodness, are you with me? 
So the devil is a copycat. The devil was caused out of heaven and we see a third of the angels being caused out of heaven. Isn't it interesting that a human being sleeps a third of their lives, eight hours a day? In the eight hours, God is prophetic in nature into your life, supernaturally comes in your life and He releases the, the, inst the instructions, the, the instruments, the things that is needed in this life. It's interesting when you study Freemasons, you'll realize that there are the 33 degree Masons. It's a third. Come on, somebody. God is raising up a generation in this day, in this hour, that will see like heaven sees, that will speak like heaven speaks, that will do like heaven does. Come on, somebody. Are those people here today? So your first dimension that I want to give you today is when you study the geometry and you put two points next to each other, point A and point B, that's one dimension. You travel from A to B, that's one dimension. Are you following me today? The second dimension is if you add line upon line upon line, on top of that you get a what's called a plane. That's a second dimension. A third dimension is if you stack planes upon planes. I'm not talking about an airplane, but it's called a plane. You stack them upon each other, it becomes a cubic. That's a third dimension. Now watch this. The fourth dimension rules the third dimension. What is the fourth dimension? The fourth dimension is the faith dimension. Oh, come on somebody. If you haven't got faith, you haven't got a story. If you're not using faith to write the testimony, there's not going to be a testimony. Come on, somebody. You need faith. Otherwise, there is no testimony. Without faith in your human ability, you don't need God. But if you use faith and you do it with faith, it's God doing it in your life. Listen, if it scares you, it's of God. Oh, come on, somebody. If it scares you, it comes from God. If it doesn't scare you, it's not of God. God does big things in and through your life. He qualifies you. Are you with me? So this is what I want to say to you today before we go further. Who then contains controls and rules over the third dimension? It's the supernatural power of God. When you enter the faith dimension, you have power to rule and reign over the natural world. When you go into that dimension, you can call your contract forth and it will start locating itself and come towards your house. Spiritual navigation takes place when you enter the fourth dimension. Supernaturally, you enter into that place. So this is what I want to say to you today. The second dimension is in control and controls the first dimension. The third dimension is in control of the second dimension and moves the second dimension. The fourth dimension, your faith dimension, is in control and moves the third dimension. That's why you have people that's able to do magic. Because they go into a demonic fourth dimension and they start navigating things around in the spirit. But when you go into godly faith, into a heavenly fourth dimension, you can speak to the natural world and it must respond. That's how Peter walked on water. Come on somebody. That's how the blessing starts located. Because you enter a supernatural dimension. People struggle to go into the fourth dimension and they try and contend with the third dimension. There's no power in the third dimension. The power is in the fourth dimension. Are you with me today? Church, are you with me today? Now watch this. The Bible says in Genesis 1 verse 2, And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. Your dreams or your prophecies this morning is void and without shape. Void and without shape. The Bible says that when you go and study the scripture, that Holy Spirit came and He moved over the void and the empty earth. So the spirit of glory, supernatural faith dimension, came into the presence of the earth before God spoke the word. 
So we have to understand in the presence of God, we enter on in that dimension. You speak to that mountain from faith, not from attacking the mountain because it will not move. Are you with me today? Now, when you go and study that in Hebrew, you will see that when the Spirit of God was over the earth, it, the word actually says it incubated. It incubated over the earth. Right now, God is incubating over your prophetic word, incubating over your life with the presence of God. You are in an incubator. Do you know what happens in an incubator? After a certain amount of days, there's got to be a cracking open. There's got to be a birth that takes place. Oh. Somebody has been incubated in the presence of God. You've been kept under His wings. He's been incubating what He wants to do through your life. And you're about to give birth. You're about to step into a supernatural dimension. Come on, somebody. Listen, there's, there's rumors of wars. There's rumors of all sorts of things, earthquakes. It's very easy to see that the end time prophecies are being fulfilled even right now. Anybody can see that. A lot of things taking place around us. But there is a generation right in here and watching online, a supernatural generation that still has work to be done. I wonder if they are in this house this morning. Come on. It looks like crime is increasing and not decreasing. The religious system, the governments, nobody has an answer for this. But there is a supernatural church right here in Montana that says we are ready to bring change to our nation. Come on, somebody. Are those people in the house? Oh, my goodness. Proverbs 25 verse 2 says, it's the glory of God to conceal a matter. Why doesn't God show you the whole picture? Because He conceals the matter. He's pulling you into His presence. The Bible says it's the glory of God to conceal the matter, but it's the glory of kings to search out the matter. Many people don't even realize that you are kings in the presence of Jesus. Come on. He's anointed and appointed you to be a king. Do you know what a king does? He rules. He reigns. He doesn't go and beg. He doesn't go and speak. Please, can you help me? He says, do it in the name of Jesus. Come out in the name of Jesus. Locate me in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, my goodness. Anybody being incubated this morning? I want to tell you this morning that you are uncomfortable. You are uncomfortable because you ran out of space. You ran out of space. When a woman is pregnant, end of month nine, she's so uncomfortable. She wants to kick the dog. She wants to hit the husband. The doctor says two more weeks, she wants to choke him. She's so uncomfortable. She says, no, no more two weeks. Take him out now. She's in pain. She can't sleep. She's uncomfortable. But you know what? The promise is run out of space. The promise is run out of space, church. I came with a word to tell you that the supernatural God is going to do a supernatural thing in your life. You are pregnant with the Holy Spirit. The word has been incubated on the inside and God is about to cause a birth to take place. Isaiah said it so beautifully. He said, shall I bring you to the point of birth and not cause the birth to take place? There are people that are so uncomfortable and say, Lord, why can't I give birth? Now here's the revelation. The minute the baby is born, the mom forgets about the pain. The minute your promise is through, that you have it in your hands, you don't look back and say, oh, 2020 was so tough. Oh, 2021 was even harder. Oh, 2022 was tough. No, you say, look what the Lord has done. Look what the Lord has done in and through my life. Come on, somebody. This same supernatural God that we are speaking about, when you go and study the scriptures, just want to see if I can quickly open it up here for you. I'm going to read it to you. Psalm 136. Thank you, Holy Spirit. 
136 verse 1 says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord for His good. His mercy endures forever. Verse 2 says, Oh, give thanks to God of gods for His mercy endures forever. Verse 3 says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord of lords for His mercy endures forever. Come on, watch where I'm going. Verse 4 says, To Him who alone does great wonders. He's the God of wonders. Verse 5 says, To Him who by wisdom made the heavens. Verse 6 says, To Him who laid out the earth above the waters. Verse 7 to him who made great lights. Verse 8, the sun to rule by day. Come on somebody, for his mercy endures forever. God is the only God that can speak to a sun that's bigger than the earth that you stay on. And the sun obeys the voice of the living God. He's so big, this God, that he takes the sun and puts it in his hand. No human being can even come close to the sun. They will die. I'm not talking about Jesus. I'm talking about the sun. The illuminating light that's shining outside. I wonder if you've noticed this morning that the sun is still in his position. How great is this infinite God that spoke to his son. And every morning the sun obeys. And every morning the earth and the stars obey. And the moon says, I'm getting out of the way because the sun is about to shine on your life. I came with a word to tell you this is a supernatural God. This is not just a person that you know on the earth. It's a person. It's, a, it's an almighty God that changes your life. Come on somebody. Paul wrote that he said, when I preach and I teach about this person, this man, this God, this, this all creator, I don't speak in human wisdom. He said, I came in demonstration of power. He said he spoke to the people around them because there are many people that are looking at intellectualism, socialism, all sorts of things around them. And they miss God. They try and find God in the Bible. And they can't find him. Do you know why? Because the letter killeth and the spirit brings life. You've got to have both of them. You have to have the word and you have to have the spirit. And when both comes together, there's revelation. Turn to your neighbor and say revelation. Ay, ay, ay. Say revelation. Revelation. There we go. That gets better. We're going to work on this side. They're going to get to us just now. So who is God then? God is a spiritual, eternal, and immutable being with supernatural attributes and ability. He dwells in a dimension of eternity, the spiritual realm, and manifests in visible form in the natural dimension through a born-again, blood-washed believer. Think about that for a moment. This God, the supernatural God, that said, let there be light, that created the suns. When God spoke, the tree didn't grow. Did you know that? The, cre the tree was. This same God lives on the inside of you. His supernatural ability lives in you and, fl and flows through you. Anybody realize that this morning? God is not going to say to you, go and work for 10 years if He wants to bless you. He's going to say, blessing, come here and bless this person. If it wasn't true, God would have stood there and said, look how big the tree got today. Adam, come and see the trees are growing. He never said that. He said, trees be, birds be, animals be. Come on, somebody. That's the power of God. Why are we the generation that doesn't say, breakthrough be, this nation be? Come on, somebody. We're looking at a generation that's waiting for everything to fall by the wayside. LGBTQ, come on, this nonsense that's going around right now. This and that that's coming into the schools. There's no drag queen that's going to teach my children. No devil in hell is coming to teach my children. Come on. But how long is this generation going to wait for this thing to rear its head and to say, I take over. I said, it's time that we stand up. I say, it's time that we pray. I say, it's time that we activate the supernatural power of God in our lives. Come on, somebody. 
a demon is a territorial demon. You can either walk around his territory or you can get into his territory and say, come out. Come out in the name of Jesus. I claim this. We have a promise in the word of God that, that God gave to Joshua. He said, everywhere where your foot says ground, I will give you the territory. Can I share something else with you? We've been brainwashed as children. You go and look at Pinocchio. That's a puppet. A puppet, watch this. When the hand moves, the puppet moves. What does it represent? Humanity. Pinocchio speaks about the pineal gland. It's the third eye. Oh my goodness. Come on somebody. It's been in our faces all the time, yet we are not operating in the supernatural so that we can come against these things. Come on somebody. We have to operate in a new way in this day, in this hour. You look at AI. COVID-19 was AI. The one and the nine is the first letter and the ninth letter of the alphabet. That's artificial intelligence. Did you know that the Word of God says that when the metal and the clay mixed in Daniel, that there was a rock that broke loose and destroyed the image? How many of you know the story? Daniel 2.42. What is AI doing? It's replacing the human. It's putting a chip in your mind. Come on, somebody. There are good things happening in AI, but I want you to see where it's going. If somebody doesn't pray about this and somebody doesn't ask the Lord to guide us, where will it end? Because if they put the metal in the clay, we are the clay in God's hands. When the metal and the clay mix, there will be something that will break loose and that rock will destroy the image. We are in that time now that you realize that AI wants to become Holy Spirit. It's always been the plan of the devil to come and take Holy Spirit's place. Come on. When he was in heaven, he was filled with pride. He said, I wanted to be God. What is he doing right now? He's brainwashing humanity so that they can go for this. Listen, it's a very powerful tool. Understand me today. AI is, is very, very powerful. But we have to understand, where do you draw the line? When AI starts preaching for you, when there's a screen yeah, and it reads a scripture and you sit there and you listen to somebody reading something, is that how, where it's going? No. We need to be supernatural. We need to be activated in this day and this hour. Anybody ready for that? Come on. I want to pray for you today. I want to give you five keys in closing today for living a life of supernatural, supernatural activation in your life. Are you ready for that? Are you ready, church? Oh, my goodness. Number one, have a radical prayer life. To be supernatural, you have to have a radical prayer life. You cannot pray with your grocery list and say, Lord... I need this, I need... No, you walk into that room and you start praying. The Bible says that the fervent prayer of a righteous man of mine. Lord, I pray. I bind every devil. I rebuke everything. I command it to turn around. I pray in my neighborhood that all the crime will disappear. Crime, goodbye. Jesus is in town. That's how you pray fervent prayers. Don't wait for them to come and rob you. I wonder if they're going to rob me tonight. You know, Job said, everything that I feared came upon me. There's power in your words. Kansa, I'm scared I'm going to be in an accident today. You are a magnet for that negativity. You pray and say, look at the size of the angel that's standing around my car, around my house. This is the thing. We've gotten into a place where we found, find our safety in the size of the burglar bar outside the window. We find our safety in the amount of notes that's in our wallet. 
You got to pray whether there's food on your table or not. You got to pray whether they are robbing the neighbors or not. Come on, somebody. You got to pray because the Bible says a thousand may fall at your one side, ten thousand will fall at your other side, but it will by no means harm you. Come on, somebody. Number two, immerse yourself in the Word of God. Eat the Word, become the Word. Spend time, dive into deep scripture, letting it transform your mind and ignite your soul. You've got to read the Word. You know what people do today? They say, oh, look at this nice scripture somebody sent me. There's no revelation. There's no power in it. Devour the Word. Get into the Word so that the Word can become alive in you. Come on, somebody. It's the Word that came down to the earth that put flesh on to dwell amongst men. That's the living Word. It's not a dead Word. It's not a storybook. Number three, awe-inspiring worship. Become a true worshiper. Don't come in to say, I wonder if they're going to worship longer than 40 minutes today. No, you be the first one to lie on the floor. You be the first one to say, my God, I worship you with everything that I have on the inside. I long for you. I live for you. Like David said in Psalm 42 verse 1, as the deer pants for water, so my soul thirsts for you. When was the last time that you thirst for God? Thirst for Him. So much so that you don't want anything else. You come into this house, you be the first one to worship. Don't worry if people are saying, look at him lying on the floor. It's not about people, it's about you and God. Or inspiring worship. Number four, intentional fellowship. You want to be a supernaturalist, intentional fellowship. Engage in a community with believers who challenge you and inspire you. Those that build you, not break you. Come on, somebody. Those that celebrate the double portion of the anointing that God has placed in your life. Not to say, oh, no, no, you're not allowed to pray. No. In this house, we celebrate what God is doing in your house. Come on. The apostle of this house never holds back. He pours himself out week after week after week. If you want to catch a double portion, you catch it. Come on. He celebrates what God does in your life. How many churches this is? No, you're not allowed to pray. I'm the only one that has the anointing. Come on, there are many places like that. The pastor must pray for you. That's nonsense. Yes, there's order in the house. The safe man of God makes a decision what happens. But out of that place, you flow in the anointing. Because the mantle you submit to is the mantle you carry. Oh my goodness. The mantle that you honor is the mantle that you become. That's why many people don't understand the apostolic anointing. It's a pioneering anointing. It's a breakthrough anointing. There's no limits in the apostolic anointing. If it hasn't been done, it's done in the apostolic. Oh my goodness. Your last one today is daily surrender. Daily surrender. Not just on Sunday morning when your wife says, Come, come. You care to go. No, daily you surrender. You surrender. You spend time with Him because you want to become a supernaturalist. Are those people in the house today? Come on, lift your hands and let's pray in our heavenly tongues. Thank you for listening to this message. We pray that you've been blessed. For more information on how you can partner with us in our global vision to bring revival to every tribe and nation, visit us at revivalcc.org.